0: Welcome to this special Memorial Day. The Situation Report, this Lieutenant Colonel Murray, it's May 29th. Today is a day of remembrance. It's not a day to thank veterans to stand for veterans. It's a day to remember our dead. This day was set up and commemorated after World War One for the very simple reason that the nation needed a day of mourning and a day to remember white as we fight and what we fight for those principles have been bred out of this country in the last 20 years the very few at the top especially the very few of the elite bankers the elite politicians they want you to believe that today is not a day of of remembrance we're supposed to be commemorating what it was that those soldiers, sailors, Marines, airmen sacrificed for over the years. Especially given the fact that we fought two world wars and those world wars didn't seem to stop war. We're supposed to remember our dead so we understand the cost of war and we take pause before we engage in it. We're supposed to remember the waste, the destruction, the carnage. This day was set up to remember those that actually volunteered to fight it, so we didn't have to. Everybody wears the uniform for a different reason. Some of us wear it for opportunity to rise out of the rise out of the uh, the ghetto or rise out of the ashes of a single pam- single single parent home or a community that you want to get away from some of us do it out of a sense of duty some of us do it for the wrong reasons some of us do it for the right reasons only we don't know when we go in whatever the case may be when the call to war Is put in front of a soldier it's not a yes or no choice you go world war ii was different because we had both conscription we had a draft and we had volunteers it was the last war that we fought where we fought for moral reasons the political reasons that we fought every war since has led us to afghanistan and iraq where we lose 5,500 plus casualties over a 20 year period, and we have nothing to show for it. The enemy's still in place. The situation's still as bad as it was before we left. And the crazies have moved back into in, to both areas. Their standard of living, their lifestyle is no different than it was when we got there. That should give you pause that we don't fight for political reasons. We fight for moral reasons, and when we fight, if we're going to engage in war, we do it and we take away the enemy's capability to fight. We destroy their ability to fight and retaliate. We've lost that sense, but the most important thing we've lost that's been bred out of this country is the principles in which this, this nation was founded. This country was founded on the idea of one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. A very simple statement. We've forgotten that. The greed motive, the power motive, they've all taken over. And every two or three hundred years, there's a set of despots that move in and they want to subjugate the entire planet. Right now, we have China doing that. We have the European bankers doing that. We have the European elite and the oligarchs doing that. And it's it's for one reason and one reason only, to subjugate the population. We're in the fourth turning. We're past the culmination point. There's no getting out of this or voting our way out of this or reforming the system. Those days are past. In fact, reforming the system, the last day to reform the system was November 8th of 2022. And no one in the system wanted to make the hard decisions. And so here we are. And history will not remember them favorably. The turmoil and the struggle that we're about to go through will redefine this nation in ways that people don't even don't even realize or understand yet and when it's done we'll be a better nation on the other end but from here to there is going to be a very tumultuous path we're going to lose a lot of people from the vaccines from illness from starvation from wounds you name it What the enemy is going to release, the current situation, as I see it, is that we are surrounded, we're outgunned, we're outmanned, and the enemy is two years ahead of us. But that doesn't give me pause, and it doesn't make me feel like we're going to be defeated. What I feel is that we're going to We'll get, our, we'll get our asses handed to us for a while until, until we get organized. And once we get organized, then we'll take the fight to the enemy. Kind of like we did in World War II. But the difference this time from World War II is you don't have a very small percentage of people at the very, very top in Europe, specifically in Switzerland and in Europe, making moves to draw the rest of the world into a conflict they've done that already they've put ground troops here in the u.s to create chaos in the cities the the goal that they have is they want to create chaos in the cities terror in the cities which is communism 101 so that you will capitulate and accept their system of control it's exactly what they did in sri lanka it's exactly what they've done in several countries across this planet, including South Africa. And it's all about control. If you submit to their control, you submit to all of their control. One piece gives you all of it. And most people don't realize they're already in the system. They're already in the control grid. I was in the control grid way back in 2013. All of my personal information is in government hands has been since i joined the military and now they are trying to consolidate power they're not going to be successful because we're going to get a vote in that and part of the reason why i've been saying to people cuz i routinely get asked what should i be doing you should be organizing at your local level in your in your in your community in your town and in your neighborhood. That's where you should be organizing. And you're organizing to find people that have skills, that are loyal to the Constitution, that are loyal to this country, that are willing to fight for our way of life so that you can mount a defense when the chaos starts. Because when it's all said and done, there's not going to be comms across the U.S. They're going to take down all forms of calm. They're going to take down social media The only thing you're going to have left is radios. Most people don't even know how to operate radios right now. So you want to get in a group of people that are planning to defend their neighborhood, planning to defend their community, and then you can branch out from there. Anything other than that is a pointless exercise. There's no state level, there's no national level organization. If I listen to a message by Mike Flynn, though he was actually on Kathleen uh, Kathleen Wynne's show on in Tucson. It was last week, I believe. And the intelligence community is well aware of the cartel activities across this country. And the, if if you don't realize that there's seven cartels that own Mexico, and they've they've had operations across the states, all the way up to Washington State, in corridors where they traffic drugs, humans, and they're also in the avocado business. Most people don't realize that. The point is, the enemy's already here on our shores. This fight will be on our shores. It's not going to be overseas. You're not going to be able to ignore it. It's going to be in your face. And you have to decide. Are you willing to fight for this country and go all in? Or are you going to sit by and wait for somebody else to step up? Because I can tell you, War is a young man's sport. I'm not a young man, but I'm going to be out front. Whatever capacity that is, whatever that looks like, that's where I'm going to be. Because I refuse to live under communist rule. I refuse to live under Chinese rule. I refuse to capitulate to a bunch of rich homosexuals. I refuse to watch my country denigrated and the principles for which it was stood up denigrated by a bunch of Luciferians. We have the one thing that they do not have we have spirit on our side. And the spirit's angry because of what they've been doing to children. And once things kick off, we don't stop until it's done, we don't retreat. We don't capitulate, we fight. We fight till it's done. And when it's done, we put rules in place so it never happens again. And bankers and lawyers, politicians, they're going to be an endangered species when this is over. Because they have allowed this corruption for 30 to 40 years, and then none of them stood up and did the right thing. Remember, we're fighting a machine. And that machine has to be dismantled to its very, very core building blocks. And the system that we've operated under needs to be rebuilt in a way that everybody in this system has opportunity. Everyone. And that we never again allow this level of malfeasance to occur by a few people. If you want to celebrate something today, celebrate the fact that there are still people in this country that are willing to give the last full measure of devotion to defend our lifestyle, our true lifestyle, not this conglomeration of malfeasance that sits in front of us every day or this myriad of blissfully unaware people around you. You know, I was given a a TikTok video the other day, and it's been sent around a lot. The problem with TikTok is you have no idea when these videos are published. You don't know when they were recorded. You don't know if they're deep fakes or AI. There's a 15-second soundbite, and everybody reacts to it. It's just like the Target stuff, the, the Bud Light stuff. You don't think that the elite have already war gamed out how people are going to react when an icon is compromised by this trans agenda. They know exactly how people are going to respond to it. And they have no problem destroying the icons and the brands within our society. They have no problem with it because part of the communist ideology is to destroy the cultural icons within the, the country you're trying to convert to to communism so they have no problem coercing these companies to push this gay agenda they have no problem watching these companies decimated and then yesterday or the day before was the quote unquote bomb threat on a target that's the feds and target working to justify keeping it in the stores well the You know, the trans community responded with a bomb threat, so we need to keep it in the stores. You see how the game's played? They're damned if they do, and they're damned if they don't. Coerced into accepting this agenda, which they probably don't want to accept because most companies aren't political companies. It's the member of the CFPB, the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau. Everybody forgets about them. Elizabeth Warren and a few others in Congress, created the CFPB, and what the CFPB does is it runs around and it coerces all these companies to follow a specific political agenda and is completely outside of oversight by Congress or any of the federal agencies. And then the Supreme Court, again, John Roberts and Brett Kavanaugh, ruled that the only thing that's it's kind of unconstitutional, but it's not completely unconstitutional, the leader can be can be picked. This is a this is an organization with the federal government that has absolutely no oversight whatsoever. That's inherently unconstitutional. But those those individuals are handpicked and pushed into the CFPB to go and do nothing other than to muscle and to threaten and to coerce non political companies to support a political agenda. That's their whole method. That's their whole ideology. And then you have a host of bankers that are pushing ESG, environmental, social, and governments. It used to be environmental, social, governments, and regulatory, ESGR. But they dropped the R because they couldn't get anything passed in the in the Congress to support their retarded green agenda, their control system. And you watch. They will come up with some way to regulate social media, and especially in the next two years, because Kevin McCarthy just handed them everything that they wanted on a silver platter. He needs to go, and then he needs to be hung for treason, along with Lindsey Graham. Well, I saw Lindsey Graham's comments. A bunch of people forwarded and put it in the channel today. This is all i got to say about that. That That is an act of desperation by a guy who knows that all of his malfeasance that he's been conducting In Ukraine for the last 20 years is coming home to roost. That's a guy that's pleading with the Russian people to take out the one guy who has all the information on him. And he's taunting Putin to do something stupid because he knows he doesn't have the justification, the forces, or the capacity to fight the million troops that are on the ground right now. That is a guy that's desperate to do something to change the narrative. This is a guy playing a card. And it's the only card he has left. And that's the taunt your enemy. They, they need a world war. They need a justification for martial law. They need a justification for disarming the American people. They need a justification to conduct more malfeasance. And, there's several things that have been thrown in front of me this week that I don't even pay attention to, one of which is this this nonsense about their old, the, the oaths of all the people that are in office right now have never been signed or filed. I don't care. They don't care either. This Brunson case that keeps getting thrown in my face, it's not going anywhere. And then the Abe Hameday case. I've been told by several people within the system in Arizona both in the legal system as well as the law enforcement branches and the political system, that none of these cases are going anywhere. The cartels own Arizona. This is all about Mesa gateway. Hobbs was put in place to protect and to, to expand Mesa gateway, which is human trafficking, drug trafficking directly into our ports legalizing this is what they do the first thing they do is they inundate you with messaging they fill the system with garbage so you accept criminality and then they legalize criminality and then they prosecute people who talk about the criminality that's been legalized again communism 101 this is exactly what they're doing they're legalizing the criminality of human trafficking and drug trafficking through mesa gateway and they're doing it in the public space, and the next thing will be the sheriff will start rolling people up for asking questions about Mesa Gateway. This only ends one way. You don't get to choose which side you're on. You choose which side you're on, you fight with that side till the end. And I hate to say it, but all those people that are vaccinated, and trust me, I have five kids that are vaccinated, their lives are shortened. Could be a couple of years, could be ten years, could be decades. But the the rash of sudden deaths is all a part of that plan. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. China has enough people to take over and live in all of the and occupy all the homes and businesses in this country in total without breaking a sweat. Ultimately China's behind the CCP is behind all of this. And I, you know, I routinely have these conversations where people want to tell me that that China is is fractured. There's China's got its own systemic issues. There's multiple factions in China. I don't care. I'm not looking at what's going on in China because I don't care. I'm looking at what's going on, on the ground here. I'm looking at the fact that the Chinese have bought critical infrastructure and critical um critical property around all of our military bases, critical infrastructure, and they bought most of our meatpacking plants, as well as they bought a host of single-family homes for above asking price for the last 10 years, and nobody's talking about that. The fact that we've, we've watched over 550,000 Chinese military-age males cross into this country just since January. The fact that there's Chinese regulars in Canada and in Mexico should get everyone paused. You know, I used to say that the, the Red Dawn scenario was not feasible. And it it's starting to look more and more feasible right now. You know, if you watch the original Red Dawn, they talk about how the attack occurred. Infiltrators that came up through Latin America. Paratroopers that dropped in the center of the country. And a push from Alaska down through Canada. That sounds an awful lot like the situation we have right now, doesn't it? And yet I'm routinely talking to people that are blissfully unaware. Now, do I think they can hold every major city? No, I don't. But I do think that if they tactically nuke cities, guess what? Or they release dirty bombs, then the cities don't matter. You have a mass exodus out of the cities and then you're easily, you're, it's easy to control the population. They're going to release terror all at the same time, cut comms all at the same time, and there's going to be mass confusion. That's why I'm saying, Organize at the local level and mount a local defense, and then branch out from there. We're not going to lose this fight. I don't know why people keep talking about that. We are the we are the beacon of light for the planet. Do you think God's going to let the beacon of light for the planet go by the wayside and turn this entire planet into a communist-run shithole? I don't think so. Do I think there's a reset coming? Absolutely. But it's not going to be the great reset. It's going to be purging evil from this planet and bringing balance back to the to the entire planet. We're the last bastion of hope for the planet. We're the backstop for everybody. Whether you like it or not, that's the way it is. You can bitch about it. You can hide. But there's no place to hide if we fall. There's no place to run to. There's no island you can go you can go camp on. We're it. We have to we have to defend our homes and then branch out, organize, and take the fight to the enemy. That's how this has to go. Whether you like that or not. Do you think any of the veterans that came before you, do you think any of the any of the dead that came before you, do you think they actually wanted to go fight in Europe? They didn't. What they saw was a bully that was brutalizing people, innocent people. What do you think hap- happening right now across the planet? 3.6 billion people are vaccinated. How many people have suddenly died? How many athletes have died? We have a moral obligation to fight. We have a moral obligation to leave our kids a legacy of, of defending something that's worth, worthwhile. All of those things matter. That's why I wore the uniform. Because I wanted to serve my country. I wanted to fly the F-15 or the A-10. And I wanted to make sure that my kids didn't have to wear the uniform. Ever. And here we are. So... If I'm the only one out there with a rifle, so be it. But I wager a bet that I'm not. The price of freedom has always been high. We're the last hope for this generation. Don't squander that. Don't live your life in fear. organize coordinate communicate plan and be ready that's all you can do so today i'm not celebrating i'm actually continuing to get my to get myself sorted because i've spent so many months doing this and now it's time for me to get sorted as sort of as i can be and i want to give a a special uh shout out to trooper if if you haven't been following troops channel he has been religiously every every weekend setting up a field medical station um here in in uh i think it's glendale or peoria is where he set it up and he's he's treating wounds. For a lot of the homeless and you're seeing i mean you see all kinds of stuff people with infected sores people with you know like he had a gal that burned her finger with a big blister on it um, he had a guy that showed up that had blown a hole in his hand and went to the yard ER and had packing gauze in it he's doing the lord's work and he he deserves your support because that costs a lot of money to do that. The supplies that he that he's put together aren't cheap. And he's 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 got two or three folks now that are helping him do these these field medical stations. And he's also supporting the folks that are doing the uh, one weekend a month they're doing the the meals for the homeless. And make no mistake folks, there's a lot of veterans out there. You know when when people come back from when they came back from Iraq and Afghanistan, they're supposed to step you out of combat. They're supposed to move you to a, to a safe area where you're around other vets, you can decompress, and then they move you to a, a military base that's farther away so you can decompress and then they move you home. But we were so short of, we were so short of not only personnel, that people just rotated back to the states and they were a hot mess. One day you're in combat, the next day you're at home, and you can't process. And you definitely can't. You can't decompress from that. There's no way to. There's no way to process what that even means. And when I when I say that, I mean you can't put into words. Going from abject fear, terror, and just confusion and carnage to a normal life. And then you add to the fact that a lot of these guys watched their friends killed, watched innocent Iraqis killed, or shot innocent Iraqis, and they can't process that information. They already had some trauma in their childhood and, and their then you know the previous life that they took with them, and this just exacerbated that trauma. And most of those really, really traumatized soldiers, they end up on the streets, and the VA is no help. The VA is completely broken and always has been. And just to give you some idea of what I went through, I went through five or six VA counselors before I finally found a counselor in the in the civilian world that could. Help me step through the stuff, the the microcosm of stuff I saw. And there's there's kids that were there two, three, four, five tours, and that's outside the wire every day. You know, you watch one of your friends burned to death in an IED attack, or blown up, or you know, dismembered because of an explosive. You cannot see that. You cannot smell that. And then there's the families. We all talk about honoring our dead, but we don't honor the families. Most people don't even know the difference between a blue star and a gold star. A blue star hanging from someone's window means you have somebody that's in the combat zone, in your family. A gold star means you've lost someone in combat, a son or daughter. War doesn't just affect the soldiers. It affects the families too. And sometimes forever. When you have a, when you have a soldier that, that leaves, he's normal and they come back and they're in a wheelchair. They've got a traumatic brain injury and they're, they're not even themselves. They're trapped in their body and they can't, they literally can't be anything that they were. That's traumatic for a family because it's full-time care forever. And there's a host of soldiers that came back without arms and legs, traumatic brain, in, brain injuries, horrific burns from IEDs. The families have to deal with that too. And then there's the depression and the survivor's guilt that goes along with that. War is a costly business. We can't take that lightly. When we go through this this time, we have to make sure this is the last war and that we put measures in place that allow us to fix the system and reset the system so that a very few at the top cannot continue to perpetuate the same cycle of death and violence that's been inflicted on our population for the last 2,000 years. That should be the end state that all of us are trying to achieve. And I said... I think on the 17th of last month. And that's it, Rob. Start thinking about the way you want the world to look when this is over. What kind of a world do you want your children to live in? What kind of medical system? What kind of power grid? What kind of home? What kind of community? What kind of government? What kind of planet? Start visualizing that now so that you know what you're fighting for. I'm fighting for... A government for the people, of the people, by the people, with complete transparency, where we don't have secrets, we don't have secret armies, we don't have secret technology, we don't have rich people that are able to control the entire system from a pedestal and a throne of lies, for lack of a better word. A system that is built for the people where the entire population is focused on bettering themselves and humanity versus being wrapped up in stuff profit and greed and power our society is completely backward and if we're if we're ever intending to go off planet and do anything we cannot take those politics with us we have to take politics of peace of communication and self defense and self determination those are mutually exclusive to the profit motive They're mutually exclusive to a communist dictatorship, which is what every communist government and socialist government has always been, a dictatorship. We we cannot allow any any more of those types of governments to exist on this planet if we ever hope to leave and do something outside of this planet. And we have the technology right now to go off-planet. But what holds us back is superstition and politics. Religious dogma gets in the way. And that's every religion, not just Christianity. This assault on our our way of life has been perpetrated by a very small group of people. We have to make sure they don't exist when this is over. That's our charter that's that's the mission of our generation whether we like it or not you know people say God's will be done guess what this is his will we embrace it or we don't it's still coming our way we're going to win the fight we've already won it their arrogance will be their undoing But stop trying to convince people to wake up. They're not going to. Let them get hit in the face. Start working with people that are willing to defend this country and our way of life. Spend your time doing that. Remember today why it is that all of those before us laid down their lives for our way of life. For moral reasons. And then you'll you'll know which direction you need to go. Don't live in fear. Live your life one step in front of the other. And remember, God's on our side. I think today I'm going to end with something a little bit different. I'm going to go back to some of the big band music that I haven't played for a long time because I've been playing, well, I've been playing 80s rock forever and ever but I'm going to play something. I think I'm going to play something from Glenn Miller. It's too many choices. I think I'm going to play a little American patrol today. I was, I was on, on the fence of which one to play today. Cause there's so many, so many Good pieces of music out there. But today seems like a Glenn Miller day. Don't just remember the dead. Remember the families. Because behind every soldier that lays in Arlington Cemetery or a cemetery in your hometown, there's a mother and father and siblings that go along with that. They deserve your respect. fight's coming don't be scared god bless one team one fight here's american patrol by glenn miller